Well, hey, tuners, welcome back to another episode of the Tune Ladies podcast. Today, we are doing part two of our co-creators mini series. We are actually going to be chatting with Marissa and Anne, the co-creators of The Shadow Prophet. And today, we're going to be learning a little bit about how they work together, what their process is, and who's in charge of what as they're developing their webcomic, The Shadow Prophet. Now, last week, we talked with Jenna and Aaron, the creators of Enjoy the Show, and we took a look at their process. And today, we're going to see some similarities and some differences in how these teams are working together to create the webcomics that we are loving over on the Webtoon app. Now, today, we are going to be hanging out with the creators of The Shadow Prophet, Anna and Marissa, and Marissa is actually the one who created the concept for The Shadow Prophet. She is the one in charge of the majority of the storyline and all of the art, and Anne is coming in to make sure we're clarifying everything that's being said, the storyline is nice and tight, and everything makes sense logically within the plot that Marissa has been developing. So these women work together to make sure we have a cohesive and amazingly entertaining story. And today we're going to be seeing how they work together, what their process is, who does what, and then what happens between the initial conception of that week's story and the production of it. So are you ready, friends? Let's dive in and learn a little bit more about The Shadow Prophet and how it came to be. Marissa and Anne, I am so excited to welcome you to the podcast. How are you, ladies? Um, I'm so excited that we get to chat today because the two of you work together to create the story, The Shadow Prophet. And today we're taking a look behind the scenes at how that actually happens. So before we dive in, let's meet both of you. Marissa, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, I'm a comic artist, animator, illustrator from the Netherlands. Uh, I'm, um, been working for like ever since I graduated in 2008 uh, as an animator and uh, I've done several projects for uh, magazines. I've uh, done a comic book series for them uh, and uh, I've been uh, working now on the Shadow Prophet for a very, very long time since it's a very old project that has been with me for also like 2007. And uh, yeah, I'm doing all kinds of other stuff in between uh, storyboarding as well for uh, movies. So that's really cool. That's really oh. exciting. I did not realize that you were working on movies too. I'm gonna grill you about that later. But first we need to meet Anne. Anne, what do we need to know about you? Hey everyone, I'm Anne. I am co-writing The Shadow Prophet with uh, Marissa. I am a writer and comic writer from Germany and yeah, I've worked on uh, books most of the time now. Uh, and this is my first uh, webtoon and or webcomic online series. So it's new territory and I've been on board um, diving into the world of the Shadow Prophet for about a year now. Fantastic. And today we're actually going to take a look at what that looks like for both of you. So I want to talk a little bit about your process because you are doing co-writing on this. And I know Marissa's kind of the idea girl. She got the ball rolling with this. So Marissa, tell me how this looks for you in your everyday life as you're creating the Shadow Prophet. What does that look like for you? Um, well, we've got like the, uh, the main storyline fleshed out already but uh, lots of it also uh, continues to be up in the air a bit like when 
I'd get new ideas on something or a super fun scene where I'm like, oh, we really need to have that. Then, then it's something that I'll uh, go make some sketches about, make some notes about, and I'll just shoot them over to Anne uh, and, uh, and our editor as well and be like asking, well, hmm, I've got this idea. It might take another extra episode, but I think it's good. And uh, then we'll just like talk about it and see if it uh, fits the uh, general uh, direction we're going in. And uh, if there's enough time <laughs> as well. <laughs> it always comes down to time, doesn't it? Mm, yeah. Now I know with you, Anne, you're all about the structure. You're all about getting the puzzle pieces to fit. So tell me what you do in terms of this story. Yeah, so um, there are older versions of the Shadow Prophet and there is the outline of the overall story and we have all the characters fleshed out like where do we want the characters to go? What's each character's story? And so I take all of this and look at the outline and then I'm like, okay, but we need to get there. And when Marissa gives me even new ideas, I'm like, well, okay, then here's another idea. How does that fit in? So I really, I love structuring that. I love creating and planning payoffs that will happen sometime. And Mar Marissa is giving me really a lot to work with. And there are so many brilliant ideas and it's just, okay, how are we going to do this? So little space, so little time, <laughs> but it's working. And on top of that, create a cliffhanger like every, every week. <laughs> mm. I love those cliffhangers because they get me to read the next episode and be really mad at the two of you in between episodes when I have to wait seven <laughs> days for the next one. But you mentioned that a lot of this story had started from a slightly different story back in the day and you've changed it over the course of time into what it is today. And you mentioned that a lot of your characters were developed in the past as well, which brings me to a really important question. Because the two of you are working on this together, do you have kind of a file or a Bible, as we call it, that has all of your characters in it with the things that you need to know to keep it cohesive and streamlined as you're writing? Or is that something you have to discuss as you go to make sure that you're not doing something that's slightly out of character for a person? Uh, we do both just to uh -huh. be extra sure. So we do have one big uh, document. We're using um, Dropbox paper for this. Uh -huh. um, just it was around. So we were like, yeah, let's check that. That's out. good. <laughs> it's, it's really it's working fine now. But still, um, even if we were to make like if I had the idea, OK, let's go for um, this character background scene, which we had thought of but not really in this detail of course i would also discuss it with marissa then so yeah so it's not to a point where i just go wild like it's everything in the bible but i'm also here to like look at okay how can we restructure that and put yeah, com yeah compartmentize in a way so is there maybe a scene combining two scenes and yeah yeah yeah, and, and and at times you'll also be like, hmm, well, that this line might not fit the character as well as it, it could be. So then we'll be looking at, at different lines or um, changing the scene a little bit to uh, have it be more consistent. And and uh, yeah, we use that that big file for me to, like to to dump all my <laughs> insane amounts of ideas, and 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 we'll sort through them one by one and be like. Yeah. 
yes, no, yeah. yes. yes. No, yes. <laughs> it's really like a learning process for um, some of our other pitches we worked yeah. on. This was all emailing and it was always, it came to a point where the email was very, 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 very long and you just forgot that something was there or it was in another mm. main email somewhere. So, um, or it was just one big Word document that crashed at some point and you couldn't find stuff in there. So no. um, working online, so in a way we can b both work on the same document and it always like is the newest version without having to send stuff back and forth it works quite well yeah. for us yeah it's, it's really nice to, to have something like this uh, this uh, dropbox paper so we can always be sure that uh, that everything is still in there <laughs> i agree i'm a big fan of having those running documents so that everybody can see it and make sure everything is consistent but when you come across something that maybe doesn't quite fit a character or the storyline. How do you go about getting that fixed if maybe you're of different opinions on this? So what does that conversation look like for you? Do you do this on the phone? Do you do it through text message? And what does it look like ultimately to make that final decision? Um, the uh, final say is both. with Marissa. <laughs> no, it's, a, it, it's been out of question from the beginning. It's like it's her idea and I'm there to to help yeah there yeah but again if you work together as a writer and um, artist team you just have to talk about these things uh. so there may be other projects that we're doing um, where I say okay this is my story do you want to draw this but and still your ideas are welcome but in the end I say this and that so it's really talk about it like not somewhere in production but right at the beginning just know what you're yeah. getting into mm. yeah i think that's really important i know i do a lot of projects with a lot of people and clarifying things at the beginning and making sure that's in the contract that you've got going into a project is so important to know who has that ultimate say so for the two of you because you do have to work so closely on this project how do you go about doing your communication? Do you have weekly meetings? Do you have monthly meetings? Or do you just kind of chat with each other when things come up? At the, the moment, we basically chat a lot. Mm. Um, Marissa doesn't live too far away from me. I don't know, was it was about two and a half hours by car or something? Uh -huh. And when there's not a pandemic raging outside, going from <laughs> Germany to the Netherlands is not a problem because yay, Europe, open borders and everything. And uh -huh. it, it's been always been like that ever since like we, we can remember really. Um, yeah. When I was a little kid, we would go to the Netherlands like every weekend with my grandparents to be uh, by the sea with a caravan because fun time. So I um, I have always had a very fun spot for the Netherlands in my heart or for Europe <laughs> in general because I was living it. I was growing up living being a European. Anyway, that um, back to the point. So um, <laughs> at the moment, we just do regular Skype calls and uh, chat daily, really, um, whenever something comes up. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I love it. Now, as you're creating this, as you're doing this, are you kind of checking every little step? So when you're drawing something, you're showing it. When you're writing something, you're showing it. Or is it more of that big overall picture? So you do a little bit more work and then do your check-ins. 
uh, chapter wise. So we check chapter wise, yeah. except yeah. we run into problems. Like when um, we have an outline for a chapter, and then I or Marissa pieces pieces together that she still has from other drafts, or I like write in one Photoshop file. So we work with Photoshop, which means that. Um, I also create a file with the uh, in the format that we will later lose for uh, uh, for Webtoon, uh -huh. and just write the dialogues there on different layers, so Marissa can just change them. And um, so we have this file going back and forward, um, but we go by chapter. Except when um, I have a scene or I have finished some scenes and it's not enough space, like. We do need a break. And same could happen when uh, Marissa actually is drawing those scenes. Like, we need to put something more in here. We need more space so the chapter's longer. So what do we do? What can be cut out? And then I would yeah. get the drafts and just look, OK, you can lose this panel and cut this one. And this is really cool, but we don't need it. And um, our editor is there to help as well. So yeah. Um, yeah. we have kind of, no, I don't know really have too many pictures in there or sometimes she'd say you don't need that and then we're yeah. like yeah 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 she's right we don't need that it looks, mm -hmm. it looks so cool but we don't actually need it yeah 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 i remember like the, the first chapter i originally had like around 120 or more, maybe even 140 panels <laughs> and there was so much cool backstory and a lot of like cute scenes between Icho and Ryuichi, uh, but they were all cut because it was getting so, so long. So it, it really was uh, cut cut bare bones, <laughs> so to speak. And that's, that's all, always a very difficult thing for me because I'm all over the place with ideas and uh, uh, in wanting to like engulf everybody with all their backstory and all the little details and things and just there's just no time for it. So everybody's job is like trying to keep me in line. <laughs> <laughs> so that actually brings me to an interesting question. What does your process look like, Marissa, as you were coming up with these ideas? Because I know as an author, when I get ideas, they just come. So many ideas all the time. I have to keep a running list of things for individual books, for different series, for different characters, even lines I've come up with for future works. I have to keep those in a running document. So when you're creating your ideas, how do you act on that? What is the next step for you? Do you make a list? Do you just start creating the thing? Or do you kind of check in with Anne, check in with your editor and see what's going to work for you? Uh, it depends a bit on 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 what is happening at the time. Usually, when I get ideas uh, for for the Shadow Prophets, I try to write write them quickly down or something. Or if I have the opportunity, I'll already make a couple of quick sketches for like really rough stuff. And um, when uh, at some points, I'll just take a bit of time to like make a couple of sketches, really flesh it out a bit already, even if it's just really rough because. For me, the best way to think is is draw the thing. <laughs> uh, if if I write it out, I'll, I still don't have any feel for how long it's gonna be. Uh, so I just sometimes it works better for me to just draw, make quick drawings, and just feel feel how it's gonna look and and be. And that means that there there will be so many 
<laughs> versions of chapters or ideas that are going to be dumped right away the next day. But uh, that that's that's my process. And um, yeah, well, that that's that's how it goes. <laughs> so I want to ask though, because you kind of get your ideas out through your artwork when you're creating your story and when you're working together on this process, do you kind of go through and maybe write out the words first and some of the artistic direction, or do you actually jump in with that storyboarding version of your story to figure out what you're doing inside of the chapters? Uh, it's a combination. Uh, it, it really depends. Sometimes there's really visual, visual cues that I really want to get out first. Uh, I often also like dump entire text files in our big document and be like, oh, this is a cool scene for the second chapter. And I'm like, I don't know where to put it. I'm just going to put it somewhere down there because it's later. Mm -hmm. and, uh, uh, and, and we'll sift through all those ideas whenever we get to them. Um, and uh, when I've got something that I'm like, well, this is actually an interesting scene, uh, I'll be making some sketches and send them over to Anne. Uh, uh, and if they're getting to be something more fleshed out, uh, then we can also send them over to our editor and be like, well, this is something we're planning down the line. Is that something you also think is cool? Uh, just to see if, if we're all on the same page for it as well. Uh, and we're doing a lot of planning now since we're slowly getting to the season finale uh, to be sure to get everything in order for a big <laughs> celebration at the end. Now, before we get into advice from these fabulous ladies, we do have a quick word from one of our affiliates, and I think you're going to like this one. If you are a fan of reading webcomics over on the Webtoon app, there is an amazing story called Luff that you got to check out. Just like The Shadow Prophet, this is a dystopian take on what our future could potentially look like. And Luff is interesting because it's all about a system where your life is determined based on the compatibility of your fingerprint with your one true match. So how does this work? A young girl named V is actually about to find out inside of Luff when she goes to get her fingerprints taken care of at the Luff offices. And unfortunately, she is about to find out she has not one, but two matches with the same level of compatibility. And being a woman of science, V is determined to pick her future match based on the best qualifications, which means she's going to have to get to know both of these boys and figure out which one is the right fit for her, not based on how she feels, but based on science. Love is written by the fabulous Ari-chan, a dear friend of ours here at Toon Ladies. And if you have not checked out her talk show episode, make sure you do. We had all the fun. And there's an upcoming podcast episode with her as well, where we talk all about love triangles. But until we get to that point, get yourself over to the Webtoon app and check out Luff. Listen to a little bit about what this story is about. Tired of dating apps that feel like they're in control of your love life? Then you better brace yourself for the not-too-distant future of Luff, where a worldwide conglomerate has created the ultimate romance matchmaking app. How powerful is Luff? It just might determine every single aspect of your life. If you haven't checked out the story, now is the time. We are well into this story, which means you can binge read away. And I have some top secret news about what is coming up. And I know for a fact you do not want to miss the upcoming episodes of Luff. So head on over. You are looking up 
L-U-F-F, Luff, over on the Webtoon app by Ari-chan. And make sure you are binge reading this one because you do not want to miss out on all of the fun love triangles and swooning men. Now, let's get back into advice from Anne and Marissa on creating webcomics. And one of the most important things when it comes to working as a team on this is to make sure you've got a very clear plan going into this so you know what's going to happen, who's responsible for what, and what you're going to be doing inside of the story. And the other half of this is very clear communication to make sure you know exactly what's going on and how you're going to talk about these things. But aside from that, what advice do you have from people who are actually looking into doing a collaboration on a web comic between author, between editor, between people who are structuring things, between artists? What advice can you give people who might be entering into this type of relationship? Yeah, as we mentioned, just talk what you what you what you want to do, what's important to you. For example, um, I've written a couple of stories. So I can just sit back and say I'm just the co-writer. I'm just here to enjoy puzzling and structuring and stuff. That's that's fine with me. But you may be a young aspiring author who really wants to to get your story out and maybe you wouldn't feel that happy with an artist just changing things and bringing in his her own ideas. Um you need to talk about this like from the very beginning be very sure about what you want what do you want from a project um same goes for the medium you choose do you want to apply at a publisher do you want to do your independent stuff um if you go for independent as a writer maybe you should just pay an artist you know finding as a young aspiring writer finding an artist who wants to do your story in which they won't have any say in for free as an independent webcomic yeah it may happen like if you have a very good friend who's an artist and you just you just work well together you are good friends but in in general if you really want to break into the industry it's difficult so write put your stuff out there um but yeah just maybe really be sure what you want and then look at what's what can be done yeah i think it's really important to have clear expectations so everybody knows what's going on when you yeah. go into marissa weigh in on this what advice do you have for people who are jumping into the world of working with a co-author yeah um when I look at myself, it's 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 important to really know yourself, and that that's difficult in the beginning because you, you really don't know who you are when you're starting out and how you're gonna work at projects and and handle deadlines or handle uh, criticism, handle just about anything that's gonna be thrown at you. So um, it's it's learning by doing at the beginning, and when you get a better view of, of who you are and how you react to things, then you can try and look for people uh, around you uh, to help you who supplement that, who, who help you at the stages where things are difficult for yourself. For me, um, I've got like explosions of ideas and it, it, it feels really good, but I'm, I'm like a total mess with planning and, getting everything organized. So I know that for myself through my life experience, 
And uh, I'm, I'm very happy to have people around me who really help structure my, my work uh, and, and my, my work flow as well. So uh, try to look for helpers around the way and, and, and also try and see if you can help others as well, uh, especially if you're gonna be getting into web comics, webtoons, uh, or comics in general. It's it's a really difficult world, especially to 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 get any money. It's it's so hard. Uh, so um, try and find people who you really like to work with on a personal level. Uh, so because at the beginning there's not going to be much pay in it. So you really have to enjoy what you're doing, and enjoy the people you're working with. So um, that's something to try and look for, uh, and and try to enjoy as much as you can because there's so much to be scared about and it's so easy to make yourself fear the worst and and it's just like try try to hang on try to look for positive people around you and try to see the positive things around you as well and enjoy creating mm. I feel like that is really important to make sure that you enjoy the process because so much goes mm -hmm. into it. There are so many hands that are touching your project and then people have opinions about your project as well. Once it's out in the world, and I know that can be amazing, but it all can also be very scary and very hard. Mm -hmm. And so if you aren't enjoying what you're creating, you're going to suffer at the end of this if people are not necessarily responding the way that you want. But if you have that love, if you have that passion for your project, it's going to make it all worth it in the end through the good, the bad, and the in-between. Ladies, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been an enlightening conversation. And I feel like people who are jumping into the webcomic world as a duo are really going to appreciate all the knowledge you dropped on us today. Before I let you go, where can everybody reach you on social media? And where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram, I think. Uh, it's the best platform to, to meet me. Um, it's Instagram. It's at L-I- Kubi, which is A-L-I-C-U-B-I. So that's it. Yeah, chat me up. And maybe just a little final tip. If you want to write together with a writer, do a short project, uh, like for starters. Not jump into this 20-season whatever or 20-book series. Start with a short story, just 10 pages, and then you can see whether... You really work together nicely. Mm. That's a perfect final tip. I <laughs> love that. Marissa, where can everybody find you online? Uh, Instagram uh, is uh, the best one, I think. Uh, just my name, Marissa Delbersina. And um, if you uh, want to hit me up there with questions, uh, if I can help, I'd love to help. I've had so many great people help me along the way, so I'd love to pay that forward. And if you uh, want to check out some more stuff on The Shadow Prophet, please go to our Facebook page, uh, The Shadow Prophet. And uh, you can see some old art there as well and uh, get updates. Well, thank you so much, ladies. I appreciate you hanging out today. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Bye-bye. So there you have it, Tuners. This is how our second group of co-creators works together to create a webcomic just for YOU. Now, if you did not listen to last week's episode, make sure you head on back over there because Jenna and Aaron 
actually have a little bit of a different system for this and it's really amazing to take a look at both of these but I want you to make sure you hit that subscribe button because next week we are actually breaking down group cosplays inside of the webcomic world and I'm so excited for this one because we're going to be breaking down everything you need to know about what happens when you create a group cosplay with a bunch of people from all over the world who are not in the same room to create a group cosplay together. So we're going to take a look behind the scenes at how we've been doing this here at Toon Ladies, and I'm super excited for this one. And then, in our upcoming episodes, we're going to be chatting with some amazing Toon World people, including Aritan of Luff. You do not want to miss these episodes. Oh, it is going to be so good, and I'm actively recording more podcast episodes. I've got some guests I can't tell you about yet, but dang, you do not want to miss out on these upcoming episodes. So hit that subscribe button. We're streaming on all of the major podcasting platforms, including Spotify and iTunes. And you can listen over on the Tune Ladies website as well. And be sure you come join us at youtube.com slash Ladies because we are putting out all the good talk show episodes with the authors that you have been dying to meet where you can ask them questions in real time and get answers while we're on air. Plus, we've got some pretty cool videos out there that we don't think you want to miss either. So head on over, hit that subscribe and notification bell, and we'll see you for all the fun on the Toon Ladies platform on YouTube, Instagram, and all the fun places. Thanks so much for joining us. I'll see you in the next episode as we're chatting all about the behind the scenes of the group cosplays we've been creating. I'll see you then.